Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, featuring me, your host, Johnny Lazarus, <laughs> and my two co-hosts, Cody Frankel and Avery Zaretsky. We have so much to jam-pack this week, okay? Great, great win against the Devils. My good friend Avery Zaretsky is dying to tell us about how Jack Hughes stinks. So here we go. Off to you, Avery. I expected better, but not bad, Cody. I expected better, but... It, it was, yeah, I would give that like a 7-1. It, it had like a weird tonality to it, but I thought otherwise it was pretty good. It seemed like he was reading, right? Yeah, it sounded like he had a script. Yeah. Script. All right, all right. You want to run about no, it? No, back? you get one shot. Nah. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of The Blue Crew. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus. Big, big guy now that I've been to the CCM hockey event, okay? <laughs> And I'm with my two co-hosts, Cody Frankel, Avery Zaretsky. We're going to get into a lot this week. I just pulled off the side of my freaking road with my car to talk to Frank Cerevelli. It was awesome. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. Fuck the devils. Avery, off to you, buddy. All right, let's actually start, though. Avery, what do you got? Uh, no, I'm, I'm excited Is to be like here. that like at least? I think that one was worse. Uh, but let's just go into it. What? Yeah, let's go into it. All right. <laughs> I liked your tone better than that one. But regardless... The uh, the New York Rangers prove that they are still hot after mm-hmm. a week off. They look fantastic last night. I, I I caught the I caught from the second period on, so I didn't see the first period. I was out with the uh, four play bo- four play boys. They that. actually hit me up. Uh, yeah, they they hit me up. They were in Delray, so it was good to see them. Haven't you seen them Frankie in a while. off the ledge, dude. Frankie, uh, if you go on my story, I, I should post it to Twitter too. He actually, I think he posted it too. Um, he went nuts. A dinner we or something, right? we, Yeah, we were at an Italian restaurant, and the, the, obviously the Islanders ha- hadn't won, and I think this was their first win in like seven games, and they wanted to shoot out, and he went berserk in this restaurant. It was, it was really funny. Uh, but regardless, Ranger talk. New York Rangers, hot, staying hot. Igor's back. He looked a little shaky in the beginning. I, I watched the highlights. He wasn't like Igor, Igor, but... He made those saves down the stretch. He made that one save on Jack Hughes I saw that was insane with his stick. And then from then on, I thought the Rangers played great. I thought there were a couple of defensive breakdowns that that they uh, that they had to clean up. But other than that, Panarin, unbelievable. I mean, that guy's insane. And then you got Jimmy Vesey coming out of nowhere, potting those two goals, huge for the Rangers. Second goal, sick. So sick. Yeah. But so sick. I want to say one thing, just to like kind of set the tone for the episode. Like, win or lose – I hate the Ranger fans that say, like, it's just another two points. It's just another game in the schedule. Like, those games matter a lot. And and I know the players probably go in and say, like, you know, it's it's another opponent, another chance to win a game, two points in the standings, divisional matchup. Like, these games, you can tell just by the way the players play, by the way the fan. I mean, the fans last night, that looked like it was 60-40 as far as Rangers-Devils fans go. There was a lot of Ranger fans in the Prudential Center last night, yeah. I mean, at least on TV. I wasn't yeah. there. But – you know, I, I think we talk about it a lot, whereas, like, if we lose that game, it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. But when we win it, we shove it in the Devils fans' faces. But 
I think it mattered if we yeah. lost. I think it would. I actually mattered. wanted to plug in Jack Hughes's uh, post game comment. Jack said, uh, "You know, good teams win that game." And he said the Devils right now, they're they're not there yet. They're not a good team. But, like, he kind of mm-hmm. credited the Rangers in that sense. Um, what have you seen from your team uh, since you went down? I think we I think we're a good hockey team. We're in a rough stretch of hockey right now, including tonight. You know, that's a, like, that's a game really good teams win, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're not there right now. So that's something that we're going to have to get back to because we've done it before. And, we just got to sharpen up, you know, from our top guys all the way to the bottom. We just got to just sharpen up. And, you know, mm-hmm. to his point, the Rangers continue to find ways to win those games. And I actually want to, I'm going to plug another thing in too from our good friends, the MG Netters pod. They spoke mm-hmm. about it on their last show. The Rangers had what, 11 wins going into last night's game? Only, yeah. only four of those yeah. wins were against teams that were over 500. So that's a big win. Like, a lot of people might not give the Rangers the credit they deserve for the teams they've beaten, but they're now what 12, two and one in the first 15 games. They're top of the Metro yes, They're What are they in the league? They're probably third in the league right now. Boston team, baby. Um, yeah. No, they're second. No, in the league. Dog. They're they're Well, I guess Vegas and Boston are tied for first. So the Rangers are second in that. Sense. Well, yeah, but Vegas is Vegas has three games in hand, bro. So no, yeah. Vegas three has three in hand top. and Boston has one. In hand. Boston has a game in hand. And yeah. Vancouver has three in Boston hand also. Yo, but also to be fair, if you look at Boston's schedule, they haven't played. They've played one good team like all season. I mean, their 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 schedule has been padded in with. I mean, I actually they did play the Devils and they they beat the Devils, but they're they've like ten of their games have been against like cake teams. So, not to say they're not a yeah, good team. yeah. But I've also said this on the pod before, and it has to be noted the fact that early in the season they're not. You can't really say bad teams because the bad teams don't know they're bad yet. They're still playing for something, right? So these games are still hard. Yeah. Like they're listen, every game in the National Hockey League is hard to win. But at the at the end of the day, I think the Sharks know they're bad. <laughs> I think the Sharks know they're well, bad. Well, yeah, that's probably the one team that's uh How do you let up how do you let up ten goals in back to back games? That's the craziest thing. I get thing what you're saying though, Avery. I understand what you're saying. But again, yeah. I, I get what they're saying as well. You know, if you want to like measure the schedule, but still the Rangers right now, like you can't ask for a better start of the season. Panarin now sets a franchise record, 15 straight games to start the year with points, 26 points in in 15 games, guys. Unbelievable, man. So I agreed. And I do want to say something. So yesterday's game, I thought the first period was a very one-sided period, even though it ended up being two to two. I mean, I thought 18 out of those 20 minutes, we outplayed the devils. I thought the second was obviously a lot more level-headed and, and you know, they, I would say they slightly outplayed us, but you, you want to talk about like setting this team up for success and like changing the tempo of the game. Can we talk about that Jacob Truba oh, hit? Yeah. I mean, that was one unreal. And then two. Were there people complaining yeah. on Twitter that that was dirty? Cause I didn't really I see so. a lot. No, I mean, dude, the lingering hit people were fucking complaining about. That was Yeah, bad. I mean, I said this, but no, sorry. I was just going to say, I said this last pod, the same thing. Any Truba hit, people are going to say stuff. Yeah. I mean, that one, Noshik yeah. had his head just like totally buried. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you're, if you're on the tracks and Jacob Truba's on the ice and you're looking down, like, what are you, at this point, like, yeah. what are you doing? So, I mean, it is what it is, but. Also, should we talk cool. about. The Jack Hughes goal and how the refs again. I mean, yeah. I, I just 
I, I want to say this though. I want to phrase it this way I wanna, because wanna... if the Rangers had scored that goal, I would be pissed if the refs had blown that whistle. So I'm like almost mm-hmm. happy in a sense that the Devils got the goal because it, if it happened to us, I would have been livid. But again, what happened to the Rangers last week with Cooley when they had intent to blow the whistle and they didn't blow the whistle and the puck was in the net versus this time when they do blow the whistle and the puck's not in the net and then they call it a goal? Like, Dude. what are we doing here? We're just going in circles. It Dude. makes no sense. Here's the thing, bro. Okay. If they're, they scored yesterday, good, like, fine. Okay. They scored fine. They called it a goal, whatever. Stay fucking consistent. Yeah. Okay, you can't literally the week before screw up a call that bad, which was the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Intent to blow the whistle. Okay, what are you? What are you psychic? Like weird. Anyways, and stop is, laughing. At is me. this what and I just now, said? No, but I'm. Well, you stole my rant, so now I'm fucking going on another. One. So, and now, like, you got to stay consistent in yeah. those situations, and the fact that they can't stay consistent is a real big problem in today's game. And they just did it with the Ducks like two days ago. That was like the worst thing I've ever seen, okay? And it's it's just not good. I mean, like, stay consistent. At this point in hockey, and I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like there are a couple of rules, like this rule and then the goalie interference. Like, they're so undefined and unclear. Like, I don't mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge hockey fan. I don't know what they are. Like, I don't know what, like, what the teetering of the line is and like what the actual rules are because they, the refs change it every fucking time. And it's like, they're flipping a coin and just guessing. And it's really annoying as a fan personally. Well, this one, this call last night, it's hap- It happens a lot. And actually the, the worst one ever, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, 2017 mm-hmm. Stanley cup final game six, Preds penguins, the Preds scored a goal. Mm-hmm. Like the puck came loose on Matt Murray, and I forget which predator poked it in after, but the whistle blew because the ref lost sight of the puck. But it was literally sitting in the crease for a predator to tap it in, and they blew the play dead, and it didn't count. On Pontus Auburn, puck stays in. Forsberg with a shot. Murray's got it. No, he doesn't, but the whistle had gone. The puck came loose, was poked in the net, but even in this building, you could hear the whistle went when the puck was outside of the crease. And what a bad break for the Nashville Predators. Kevin Pollock getting the discussion, but you're right. It's just he lost sight, and it all starts from one turnover. Phil Kessel behind the net has got a chance to make a play. An errant pass creates one chance that Murray makes the right toe save, and this one just an absolute mistake. Murray doesn't quite have control of it. I'm sure Pollock on the he's on the left side of your screen there, so he thinks it's underneath, but clearly, guys, it's right there for the taking and tapped in to the wide open net. You can see his positioning. He's got his whistle up quickly, and what a terrible break for Nashville. And you can hear the whistle. And there's nothing they can do. But this play with Jack Hughes, basically the same exact play. Ref loses sight of the puck, blows the whistle, but the puck's sitting there right in the crease and rolling into the net. But then they call it a good goal. It just like I, I don't get. Again, we talk about the inconsistency, but the Ducks one, yeah, that wasn't a rule. That was a wraparound goal that they said the puck didn't completely cross the line. But there were so many camera angles where it clearly showed the puck was over the line. No, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's not no, a rule. That's just like a vision thing. Yeah, it's it's annoying, and also it's like. I don't know if you guys agree with this, but are the people in Toronto just dumb? Like when they re- when they review those types of calls and they take so long, like ha- 
what are what are they all of a sudden seeing that every single fan watching the actual game isn't seeing? I just don't. There understand. has to be some sort of. Tra- I mean, we track the pucks now. There has to be some sort of tracker for the goal line where if the puck crosses the line, you can just it just automatically goes off. There has to be. Yeah, I mean, they. Yeah. Have but it. also, again, like they yeah. do it in football. They do it they, in football. They have it in. Like, no, they don't. No, they don't do it in football. No, yes, they football, do. They bring out the chains. No, 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 no. Wait. No, they do it. No, they do it in tennis. They do it in tennis and soccer. That's tennis. It. What do they do in soccer? I, I, I saw a lot of people say that, but I don't know what they do. It's called VAR. It's the same Dude, concept. That is literally football, boys. What are you talking Cody, what about? Are you, they don't are do you, that in football. They literally you, ha- they bring talking, out chains. Football. About, oh, God. He's calling soccer football. No, no, no I'm just fucking you guys. I, I, no, I was, no, I'm just fucking you guys. No, but regardless, the NHL just has their brains in the wrong in the wrong way like they're they're not thinking in the right mind right now like they're they're talking about how they want to fix nh like the three on three with maybe like calling penalties if they if they rag the puck why do we care about that i care more about if the puck goes across the goal line it's a goal if the ref blows the whistle i get it it's it's hard listen i'm the number one supporter of the refs you see it all the time yeah but if if the ref loses sight of the puck, it's a fast game. If the ref loses sight of the puck and blows the whistle, it's dead. The play's dead. You cannot be doing intent to blow the whistle things. That's just that that just can't happen. Mm-hmm. But I last agree. but last night, last Yo, night, I will say that should not have been a goal if they blew the whistle. If that happened to us, it's like how the fuck I you blow the whistle there? there like, to, yeah. I understand, but there has to just be a there has to be a clear cut rule, and there isn't right now. There's not. They, they don't understand. They, they go, they put the headsets on and they're like, we don't know what to do. How, that, that shouldn't happen in a, in a professional. That can't happen in a professional sport. Yeah. There is a clear cut rule. They just totally ignore it. That's what I'm saying. Like that. Wh- whistle blows. Whistle yeah. blows, plays dead. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. They, they so, got to figure that out. Um, we're definitely going to have a lot of fan questions. I, I wanted to bring up one more thing before we go into it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, last five games, I just tweeted it. Vincent Trocek, three goals, seven assists. Beep. First 10 games, one goal, three assists. We don't know what's going on with Philip Hedl yet. He still isn't skating. It doesn't look good just from everything that we've seen and heard. He's such a bitch. Um, okay. Dude, no, he has five concussions, four concussions. Dude. Serious. He needs he needs a thicker skull. I don't know what I don't know what to tell you, dude. He might he might be. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It sucks. Yeah, it like sucks. it's. I feel I feel bad for the kid because he's so talented, dude. This is a classic Clint Frazier situation. Okay, the poor kid is very young, very promising, and just cannot get out of his own way from getting hurt. And it it, it makes you wonder though, like it does. Is, is there... Clint Frazier the baseball player? Yeah. Yeah, he okay. he was Yankees, and he had he had chronic migraines from like getting so many concussions, and mm-hmm. it, and and now he's like kind of out of the league. So, it, it oh, just, he's like a current player. Yeah, yeah, he's like oh. he's he, he's Hedl's age. They're the same age. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh shit. Um, maybe maybe he's like two years older than Hedl, but um, yeah, he's yeah he's twenty eight. Um, so it it just makes you wonder like is it something about Hedl's awareness when he plays or like his style or the way he kind of conditions himself that he keeps on time and time again, getting hurt. I mean, outside of the five concussions, this is like, I think, I, I think I saw something. This is like the 12th time he's been on literally the, the like injured list since 
the last four years, I think. Like that's that's concerning. That's really concerning. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh it sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. For his for his, you know, human human aspect. Yeah, it's it's got a feel for the guy. Like, you know, I mean he's even if he comes back every time he gets hit, it's gonna be scary, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. For the most part, like, yeah, he, you know, Eric Lindros is a guy that comes to mind that had to end his career early mm-hmm. because of concussions and stuff. Um, you know, it would suck to see Heedle knock on wood have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but and, you know, and hopefully, yeah. sorry, go 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 ahead. I would say hopefully he's back soon, healthy, and and these things can be avoidable. But it's hockey; it's physical, and yeah. these things happen. And it's t- I don't think it's a way you play that gets you hurt. I mean, sometimes no, nah, that's not true. That's there, not no, true. but there are there are smaller guys that play a little bit over physical when they don't have to, and they can you know get themselves hurt and stuff. But I don't think that what do you get hit? He got hit open ice by by who? Uh, someone on Carolina, right? It was it was him coming up the ice. It was zone uh, uh, Aho, right? Was it not? Yeah, no, no. Aho oh, hit Fox. Was it, Aho Aho hit hit Aho was it D'Angelo? I forget. I forget who hit him. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Regardless, Johnny. But I think. I, I think what you're trying to say is that there are players who are good at avoiding hits. Like you look at Adam Fox. He he's good at making plays to avoid hits. Yeah. But there are times where you just you just get caught in a bad spot. It doesn't mean you're a bad player based on the way you play. It's just kind of getting yeah. caught in a bad spot and. And it's happened more than once to Heedle. He's been unlucky, and hopefully he's okay. I think that he's not he's not going to be on the second line if if or when he comes back. No, um, it's it's an unfortunate mm-hmm. situation, but we'll see. Yeah, and and before we go into fan questions, Avery, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. So there's three players. Um, there's one guy on the Rangers with 10 points. There's one guy on the Rangers with 14 points. And then there's one guy on the Rangers with more points combined than both of them at 26 points. And one of, one of them was, was told to be killed. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in a fuck kill Mary, like, do you, what, what do you think was going on through that person's head when he like, I'll said, never live that one. Yeah. Down, huh? 26 points. Yeah, I didn't really think you know, we had on- to go into that one, but yeah, that was a really bad take by uh, Mr. Jonathan over there. Really bad take. If you yeah, if you want to yeah, if you want to um, sure. you want to divulge to the audience. If you want to divulge the audience to those players, if you want to divulge the audience who those players are, Cody. You can. No, nah, no. Nah, I think we'll I think we'll keep them on their toes. All right, let's go into fan yeah. questions. John, 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 Johnny wanted to kill Panarin in a Mary fuck kill, guys. But it was nope, more of nope, like uh, who I'm more. Nah, I don't attached walk back. To. Just go to the fan questions. Okay. I want to hear what our fans have to say. One second. Come on. Yeah, why are you in the office right now, by the way? Uh, I was watching some football. I also worked out this morning. and uh, So I, I got the timing. I messed up the timing. I got, I got out of bed. I worked out. And then I realized I had forgot my mic, and I didn't have time to go back home. So I just stayed here. Nice. What would you do? We're now sponsored class? by Better. The, right, the podcast is sponsored by Better. Hell yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's not. You guys right? It should be. All right, drums all day seven five seven. Which hockey brand do you prefer for your equipment? Ooh, Johnny's a, a good CCM one. Guy. I like the. I love the the hockey questions not related to the Rangers. Um, I'm gonna go. Mm. Well, J- Johnny's tied with CCM, but mm. I'm gonna say, I do. I do like CCM buckets. CCM. Yeah, the best, I wear a CCM buckets. helmet. I, I I hate to mix. I always like having the same stuff, but. It's so different now. I think Bauer makes really good gloves. They've always made great gloves. The sticks have changed. The sticks have really changed. Like I've gone from Easton to CCM to Bauer, 
and I and I I had the Bauer agent, um, and I loved it. it I I got um, what's his name? Um, I forget. I'm blanking now. Johnny, start talking while I think. Like a pro stock, or something? yeah. I got I got a pro, like a pro stock, stock agent, stick? and it, it was so it, it was so light at first, and then I started using it more and more, and got used to it, and I, I loved it. And then skates, what do I use for skates? Um, not Bauer. Bauer's always been too. Actually, no, I do use Bauer. I used a Bauer three S skates, the uh, the Supreme, the wider one. So always love that. And then I use mm. like really old gear for for the bottoms, like shoulder pads, like. I like the lighter shoulder pads, elbow pads. I've used the same elbow pads since high school. But other than that, I'm I'm rambling a lot. So let's hear what the uh, the Division One guy wears. Yeah, you are. Me, I I wear CCM bucket. I love Bauer gloves. Sticks. I'm kind of like, you know, I'm cool with Bauer or CCM. Um, skates. I've always worn Bauer, but tried CCM on this past weekend. They were pretty comfy, but I haven't gotten my own pair yet. Uh, as far as like pants go. I was never really a picky equipment guy. Um, like I never knew the names of like sticks or names of pants, helmets. Kind of just put on whatever fit felt good and yeah. just went with that. But I've been seeing a lot of people use True. I'm, I'm interested in trying out True sticks. Stick. Yeah, I, uh, I know that's becoming like a more. I had a brand. Gabe Velarde Pro Stock yeah. True Stick. I loved it. It was the ADV nine, really? I think, and it was a great stick. But mm-hmm. you, so you know, like the like the product you know yeah. like the oh yeah and stuff of, oh of, yeah all this shit. yeah no i uh i used to be really into it uh, i still think the s19 is the best stick of all time i have one still oh i have yeah, one still i still have yeah. one i i got one off ebay but the only thing about it it's a non-grip and it's like i gotta put some tack on it or something it's really bad Candy yeah candy. but it's interesting you mm-hmm. brought up pants before we go to the next question because i've order i've ordered yeah. pro stock pants before and i don't know how those guys wear those clunky ass pants like they are big like clunky around the legs i i, I mm-hmm. like wearing a smaller pant that feels like more form-fitting if that makes sense yeah like i actually watch vinnie trocheck he's always got like saggy pants His dude pants that would bother so the big. shit out of me like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to cross over yeah mm-hmm. and he do i yeah. think wear smaller pants but um just something. All right. Next one. Benjamin Apple. If Kako doesn't put up points and we need a right wing, can we trade him for Marner? No fucking chance. The Leafs. Yeah. Do that. They would never do that. And I don't even. Yeah. One yeah. for one. It's, it's fair yeah. for sure. <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to do something though in Toronto because Nylander is on fire and they're going to try. They're definitely going to want to keep him, it, but they're not going to be able to this contract year, right? Yeah. yeah, dude, Willie Nylander was a lock to go off in Sweden this weekend. I should have bet all his totals, whatever yeah. they were. 17 straight games of the point to start the year, guys, yeah. money. All right, uh, next one, Goth Brooks, RVA. Great win beating those stinking devils. What's it going to take to get KK going? Is this going to be all I Kako? feel like that's probably <laughs> what it's going to be because with all the good things that have happened so far, he's the one that's like that, that he's got the light on top of him right now in terms of <laughs> Bro, he has two points in 15 games. Yeah. Not a good look. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough. And I expected him to was like all in on him to fucking. Yeah, I was all in on him. I'm very surprised by that. He just looks lifeless, honestly. Like he he looks like he kind of looks like where Loft looked last year. He's just like losing confidence and not playing with the um factor. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. He was so good in the preseason. And I know preseason's different, but. He just doesn't even look remotely close to what he looked like there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I hope he turns around. 
All right, this one might, this one might be good for Cody. Jackknife82, if he doesn't out long-term, who are some possible trade targets to fill the void? No pun intended. Honestly, I think they're going to look to their farm system. They they don't have, like, if you're putting Heedle on LTIR, yeah. I mean, like, long-term, I know he's on short-term right now, you know, you're, you're saving some money, obviously, but if he's coming back this season, that kind of goes out the window and like, you're, you're not going to have that space to get someone like, I, I think at the deadline right now, as it stands like healthy, they would have around $3 million um, for a rental. Who's going to be the number one center trade target this deadline? Maybe Stamkos. Elias Lindholm. Um, Stammer's on the contract year. He, he didn't get a contract. He was remember in the off season, they were talking about how mad he was that he didn't get a contract. That would be my, if, if he out for the year and they put him on LTIR and it frees up all that money, that's my number one target. He'd probably want to come here too. Wasn't he linked to the Rangers like back in 2011 or something? Yeah. I just, I wonder they, well, they had a trade, they had, they had a trade done. They, they had a trade done for Stamkos and it got beat like someone like, nullified it yeah i've never seen that yeah i would I would love that i know lindholm has got to be the number one center yo so outside of centers though did you see that thing about fucking hannafin that he like wants out dude everybody I would, wants out of calgary <laughs> i would oh my i have been such a fan of him for so long yeah but where are you putting him who are you trading don't care he can he can come on over here and be on that top pair with Foxy and so you're getting rid of Lingren? Do his thing. Lingren's on a contract year, bro. How are we paying him? Tell me. How are we paying him? How are we paying, how are we paying him? No, I'm not trading Lingren for Hannafin. I'm just saying if they're gonna, you know, Hannafin's how are we paying Hannafin? We're yeah, no idea. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, Dude, no, I don't know. Um, Anthony Duclair, Tyson Barry. Oh, hellies. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'll, you go I'll, for I'll Stammer. I think you just you, you go for Stammer. How, how's he playing this Stammer. year? Stammer? I think he's pretty good. I, I think, though, Tampa's like underwhelming, right? Tampa's underwhelming. I think Stammer Stammer won yesterday against Edmonton. Stamkos has six goals, 12 assists, and 16 games. Yeah. Yeah, I would want that guy on our team if we if, uh, if he goes out for the year for sure. He might be too young, though. Who's who? Stammer? Stamkos? Yeah, that, that, that was a bad joke, but yeah. He's 33. No, not, not no snaps yeah. for Johnny. All right. That, that, we, I was, that was just too that was just too smart of a joke. One over it here, would just be now. it would just be a Rangers move. Like they they tried to get him before, they didn't get him, and he's a little bit older in his career. Obviously. I mean, I, yo, I would, I would it, obviously, but I, I think he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, without a doubt. What? You think yeah. he's gonna all right. That was worse than Johnny's joke. Yeah, but um, without a doubt, I don't think that was a joke. He was just being no. Being I, I know. Well, I'm I was. Saying, being, yeah. I was. I was. I was about to say obviously, and then I got skeptical for a second because I, I know he has the cups, but what's his like? What are his numbers like all time? I'm sure, dude. He's, he's won a couple like Rocket Richards. What do you mean? He was like the leading scorer in the NHL dude, with Ovechkin. I'm pretty like sure he said multiple multiple hundred point seasons or like he close put up to a 62 goal season. I think didn't he? Dude, hundred. Here we go. Twenty-one, twenty-two at one hundred six points. Twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen had ninety-eight points. Twenty seventeen, eighteen, eighty-six. Bro, he's had five ninety-plus point seasons, and he put up sixty goals in eleven, twelve. 
right, I just didn't want to. I no, no, I just didn't want to get caught. He has in like over five. He has I, over five hundred career goals. He's gonna be a hall of fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just like didn't want to get caught in like me saying obviously. No, that's and fair. People that's being fair. Like, that's you're fair. dumb. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you sound even dumber now. Well, no, I don't. Right. I just, well, I just said I don't. I'm not sure. But back to Johnny's point, Elias Lindholm would be insane they have yeah. no there's no way they could pay him but he's gonna end up in boston that would be crazy don't, don't even say that um that, that would be crazy though he i love that guy all right next one sammy hockey 36 is gustafson the best offseason signing this year over wheeler and bonino and pit like a thousand yeah not even oh, close yeah. not even close dude every time he's bro didn't he make that sick pass yesterday to vc uh, Gus no, had an assist on Panarin's first goal. He gave it a Trocheck, Trocheck across to Panarin. Yeah, yeah, and that, right. by the way, that passing was unbelievable. That first yeah, power play ridiculous. goal or by Panarin, yeah. so fucking sick. And now Gustin has a five game point streak. He's got 11 points in 15 games. Guy's on fire. Fire. Um, so yeah, Gustin definitely the best offseason signing. Not, not only is Gustin the best offseason signing of the Rangers, he might be the best offseason, offseason signing for the entire league. Can you yeah. think of a better signing this summer that like has panned out better than Gustin right now? I was I was looking right now. I I don't th- um I can't think yeah, of anyone. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I honestly don't think so. No one comes to top of my head. In terms of in terms of the value he brings to the Rangers and how much he costs, yes. All right. Let's 100%. Keep rolling. All right. Dpar five one eight. Who's your ideal right wing trade acquisition at the deadline? Betrano, Tarasenko, Duclair. Out of those three, I guess yeah. I will right, we'll go from those three because I don't even know who else. Like I would be thinking Betrano. I, I guess you got to go Betrano. He's he played here. He's he has seventeen you know, points in seventeen games. He's he's yeah, obviously on fire. He's yeah. had one of the best starts probably to his career and and in the league. And yeah, that's a guy who I'd I'd want back for sure. I don't know if I don't know I don't know I don't know if they give him up though. They just signed him. What do you sign? I think a three year deal. Yeah, like three or four year deal. Like five million per, I think, right? Yo, yeah, he, yeah, he got money. I no, I or is that Strom? I think Strom might have gotten five mil. I still think Vitrano got like four. I'll look. Yeah, yeah. Also, the one better signing than than Gustafson was probably Toffoli. But that's it mm. for the Devils. Yeah. He has 16, yeah, he's, he's 16 games. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Uh, should we go to the next one or are you just going to look for that? He got three, uh, three year, $10.9 million contract. So that's an AAV of 3.65. Yeah. It's a good deal. Strom got the 5 million, I think. Yeah. yeah Stromer got right. a little bit more than that. Another one about right wings. Uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph poor 98. Best option for RW1 post-deadline, Wheeler, Kako, other. I mean, probably. I want, I want it to be Kako. I want it to be Kako as well. What but, you want and what you need are two different things, my boys. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know if he's going to find his confidence. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go down. Again, oh. again, they don't have many like that other is is Offman. That's what it is because they don't have the money to get somebody of substance on this team post deadline. They just don't unless they're moving somebody else the other way and clearing salary out. There's 
there's no moves to be made unless you're getting like bottom six guys and, and depth. And, and that's, listen, here's the thing right now. The Rangers are playing lights out. I don't think they need much like getting Fox back and getting Hedo back are going to be two major acquisitions in itself. And then you get the depth pieces with, you know, the two, $3 million you have, or you call Othman up if he's lighting it up, whatever. But I, I think talking about like big names for the Rangers is just, at least to me, like, kind of pointless this season because they yeah. don't have the money to get anybody like they literally just don't they and they don't have they can't even if they wanted to i mean there's nobody mm-hmm. big they can get unless they're throwing guys the other way which why would you mess a good thing up that's not broken you know yeah i agree um next one is sorry did tarasenko sign a big deal or was it a one year one year one, one year, year five million yeah Love to Ottawa, get him right? back. would kill yeah. to get him back he's he's mm-hmm. lighting it up bro I have a friend, mm-hmm. before you get into the next question, I have a friend who every after every like three games will text me a, a screenshot of Goudreau and a screenshot of Vladimir Tarasenko's stats, and he just makes me feel bad. You know what's funny, though, dude? He's not scoring goals. Like, he's playing really well, but he's not scoring. I think he only has two, three, four goals, something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, good Talking about Goudreau, Tarasenko? Just- Tarasenko, yeah. Gaudreau's, I'm sure, shit, not talking about Gaudreau. He has like one point in 15 games or something like that. He's, he's Tarasenko trash. has 13 points in 15 games. He's a plus 10. Three goals. Uh, three goals, three goals yeah. yeah. Which is kind of so, surprising because yeah. you think it'd be vice versa. But, um, yeah, yeah Gaudreau, dude, we are – how many more years do we have Gaudreau? Two after this or one? It's next year Next year has got to be his last year, right? It's got to be. Also, uh, just to talk about Duclair, he was the other guy in that question. Duclair has three goals, two assists in 14 games. Yeah, I mean, that's and minus 12, but the Sharks also suck. Good draw. Yeah. Contract. He's oh like God. a good buy. He'd be like a good buy cheap guy, though. We signed good draw. Yeah. Oh, my God. In my mind, I just thought we had good draw for four years. We signed him for six years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, oh, boy. Just kidding. We have good draw until 2027. Bottoms up, boys. Two-parter, and this one's definitely for Avery. Anthony Governale, 19. Let's just, I'll say the first one. Been on the laugh train since day one. Shows that all it took was putting him with Panarin in the top six. Yes, good point. Thoughts on Kane being off the table? He really wanted to come back. Don't care. Don't care. I think every report was that the Rangers didn't want to bring him back or couldn't bring him back, correct? I know Emily Kaplan just came out with an article about it, but I haven't really been paying attention to the Kane stuff. Avery, have you seen anything? I uh, listen. I I don't believe much of what re- like reporters have on the inside, especially after that Clarissa Thompson stuff. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, that lying about lying about reports. But what I will say is that, regardless of what happens, you just you just trust what the what the GM and the ownership think. Like if if they don't want Patrick Kane, you don't get Patrick Kane. But if Patrick Kane wants to come back and the Rangers want him, go get him. But everyone was saying that he was going to sign this week, and he didn't. So mm-hmm. who knows? Things can change. We could go down another guy. Something could happen. Not, I mean, knock on wood, but things can, things can change. Right now, he has not mm-hmm. signed. I still don't think he's going to sign until he really figures out where he wants to go. Maybe next week, maybe the week after. We'll see. But – from what I've heard so far is that it's not going to happen, but it still could. All right, let's go to the next one. Fuck. Did you guys hear that? What? What? You guys didn't hear that beat? No. It's probably outside my apartment. I was just ignoring it. 
Um, what was next one from Brandman seven six nine four? What impressed you last night? I think every literally everything. Um, the the you know, I kind of want to talk about the other side of that. I think Igor started the game really shaky, and he did not play very well in the first, and really played nicely and rebounded in the second and third. Um, you know, I thought both of their first two goals were were very soft, and I don't know if you guys agree, but. The second goal was the Palat one in the slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that one. I mean, I feel like he should have had that man. Palat's a scorer though. The Hughes one's much softer. Uh, the third goal was the Hall of rebound, right? That one could have yep. been yep, yep, a yep, little yep. bit yep. more aggressive. Uh, but I actually thought what impressed me most, and this was actually not just VZ, but both of VZ's goals. The Rangers mm-hmm. made the Devils look lost defensively. The first yeah. one. The, the, the rebound BZ banged home, uh, mm-hmm. like at the doorstep, was I think like Jones to Schneider to Pitlick back to Schneider for a rebound or something. It was like a crazy, like little triangle of passing that the Devils were running around looking lost. And then the BZ game winner, Trocek comes in like a one on three, drops it to Pitlick, who is like somewhat wide open, creeping down the slot. BZ goes right to the goal untouched. And I think it was John Marino who couldn't pick him up. But yeah. the Devils looked lost. And the Rangers last year when they played the Devils, like it was the opposite, right? The Devils were skating circles around the Rangers and the Rangers looked lost in their own end. But the Rangers in their D zone this year, there hasn't been many games where they've been scrambling or panicking or out of position. Like it's been very sound defensively. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the bigger differences under Laviolette this year is just the way the Rangers are structurally playing in their own end. And that's leading to all the offense. But both of BZ's goals last night, I thought, were just unbelievable, like tic-tac-toe kind of passing plays that, you know, VZ fortunately is, is enough to get in front of the net untouched and very home and rebound. Well said. Well said, um, Thanks, boys. Johnny. Next one from BBass98. Should Othman get a nine-game trial? Why nine games? I don't know. That's the ELC cutoff. Okay. Uh, yeah, he should absolutely get a trial. Do I think it's going to happen now? No. But what I could see them doing is with about 15 games to go to the deadline, calling Othman up and giving him a couple games, um, you know, and then sending him back down if he's not lighting it up and then it won't count against them for the cap. Um, and then they can make a move. So I could see that happening. Othman has two goals, seven assists in 15 games down in Hartford. So he's not like lighting it up, but he's not doing I know. bad. I know. But also like in Hartford, Johnny Brodzinski lights it up and then he comes here and puts up stinker after stinker. So who knows? Yo, how about Gabe Perot? I like Johnny Brzezinski. Yeah, Perot's on fire. He's on fire Dude, right now. Perot looks like he's the real deal. Perot looks he's like so another good. he's just another playmaker, which is great. We need mm-hmm. we need guys to set guys guys like Mika up. We need Perot up well, now. I was just gonna say Perfect segue here. Can we talk about Mika for a second? That he's just still not scoring goals. Um, Fifteen games in, I feel like this is one of the longer stretches of his career without him really like kind of tearing saw, it up. And no, I was gonna say I saw someone pull up his month by month career stats. He mm-hmm. has been notorious for not having good. November's and September's and being really good in March, uh, really good in October. Yeah. I mean, he's not playing bad. He has like 12 points or something like that, but for 10 Uh, points. Sorry, my brain, my brain's going crazy right now. Long night last night. But what I will say is let me find that tweet. You guys talk, but there was a, there was specific numbers that showed that he 
Mika March is like very real and he gets well, hot yeah. towards the end of the year. Mm. But this is definitely a slower start for sure. Yeah. Two goals so in 15 down. games. But they're not going to demote him. Like the second line's no. producing. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know do. what they're going to do. Um, why would they, should we go into the last one? We got one more. Yeah, go ahead. All right, Chris is neck deep. How do we stay optimistic without getting too cocky with the great playing we're getting? I'm all for the cockiness and swagger, honestly. Are we are we playing I'm cocky though? Are we playing what? cocky? I th- I don't think we're playing cocky. I think we're playing confident. I don't think we're No, no, no. I think I think the fans getting too cocky. Oh, I mean, yeah, go for it, but it's, it's I'm 15, all for it. Yeah. It's 15 games. I mean, we we've seen being New York fans, I think across four to five sports here, we've seen you know, elite seasons, Avery and I know, as as we saw with the Yankees last year, or I guess two years ago now, um, you know, best team of all time in the first half on pace to break the record, and they finished with 99 wins and played 500 ball the second half. So I wouldn't count our ducks yet, before, or eggs yet, before they hatch, but, um, or however count the fuck that ducks. however that saying goes. I, I was <laughs> trying to say don't count your eggs before they hatch. I was trying to say keep our ducks in a row, but then I like mix yeah. the two. But um that was you know, yeah. Um no, I would just <laughs> stay level headed for now because there's literally so much hockey to still be be had. We play Boston on Saturday. That's gonna be a really big game. Um, you know, and I think it's gonna be a really good test for these guys. And it only takes one game to push us back to reality. So I, I think Guys should just keep doing their thing, and we should just enjoy this for the ride, and you know, see what comes out of it. Yeah, the boys are buzzing. The locker room, yeah, the boys are buzzing. The locker room feels great. You you see it in those videos. I love those videos that the Rangers post the next day. You can tell that the vibes are high. You could even see Laviolette peeking his head in there, getting laughing. So it feels great to be in this position. But like Cody said, one loss can set you back to reality. I did pull up, find those Mika stats. He is notorious in November for having a slump. 33 games played, 0.79 points per game. Other than that, other than that, in every other month, he averages over a point. In October, January, February, March, specifically 68 points in 53 games in his career uh, is his highest. But yeah, he has, uh, he's been over a point a game in every other month in his career besides um hmm. besides november interesting interesting um, all right that wraps it up for fan questions do you guys have anything final before we kind of wrap it up i just want to say you know we had a week off of games basically last week this week super busy four games in, in the next seven days monday at dallas wednesday at pittsburgh friday afternoon game one o'clock at philly and then back home saturday one o'clock against the bruins also saturday night bu versus cornell at msg right after which is pretty cool um, I think they call it like the Red Hockey or Big Apple Showdown, something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you guys want to do as far as the second episode this week? Should we? I don't know if we'll, we'll be able to do one. I'm off Wednesday, so I could probably record Wednesday. Yeah, I could I do Wednesday know. day, but it's only after the Stars game. Like, I feel like we're not going to have much to say after one game. I don't know. Should we just hold on to the whole week and record a Monday episode? Yeah, we could do yeah. that. Or, or we could try to book an interview or something just to do like a guest. We might need, we might need to do something, dude. Haven't like I don't know how the Rangers play. I, I don't know how the Rangers played their game last night. I, I had a week off of podcasting and I'm I feel I don't feel sharp right now. I didn't feel like I had a sharp episode. So we might have to 
Yeah, we, we might have to throw something in on we might have to throw something in on Wednesday, just a little feel or something, because week off so for me we, on podcasting. Forget how to forget do you how to record an episode Tuesday. Yeah, let's go Tuesday. Tuesday's perfect. All right. Monday, Tuesday, we'll Wednesday to, are my days where Tuesday? I can... What's up? Don't we play Tuesday? No, we play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. But we could try to find a guest Tuesday and post the episode Wednesday. Because I feel uh, like yeah, posting on Thanksgiving is gonna be good. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Please hold. Um yeah, I could actually do Tuesday. All right, we'll figure it out. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for right. this episode. Hope everyone has a fantastic Thanksgiving if we don't talk to you before then. Otherwise, uh, Cody, you want to send it off? Avery, you want to send it off today? No, because I don't feel sharp. But what I will say what I will say is that if you are going to – if you did buy tickets or you are going to the Stadium Series game, hit us up. We should probably do some sort of we Johnny, do you maybe, get tickets? No, I'm trying to get my press pass for that game. What if what if nice. we did like a little what if, if I don't we get did a press a, pass, I'll try to go. What if Avery, we did, did you get tickets? Blue, yeah, I'm getting tickets. What if we did a blue crew tailgate? What if we did something? Yo, that, like that that's that's what I was thinking. We can do that. I just didn't say it. Um, so that was my idea. And um, yeah, no, I think that'd be a pretty cool cool idea. Blue Crew tailgate, and we'll get American whiskey to sponsor it. Done. We can make that happen easily. Yeah, I think that's. Well, I think that's the play. I think that's the play. Thanks, Kevin. Right now. Yep. I, I got. Uh, yo, Avery, get tickets in my section, dude. Uh, I don't know. I just asked my dad to get me four tickets. Oh, you're going there. with your dad now? Forget it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's cool. All right, boys. Cody, say it. LFGR, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.